Welcome to the Random Wellness Podcast with your host, Nicole Van Quaito, nutritionist, owner, Simply Nick, and taco enthusiast. Join me each week for all things random wellness, including intuitive nutrition, entrepreneurship, holistic living, good vibes, and a dash of woo-woo. I hope this podcast gives you a good laugh, teaches you something new, and helps you up-level your health. Thanks for tuning in and enjoy today's episode. Hello, everyone, and welcome back to the Random Wellness Podcast. I can't believe that I'm starting season three with a podcast episode like this. I'm not even going to do a separate intro, um, but this is my I'm Pregnant podcast, which is still honestly kind of weird for me to say. As I'm recording this, I'm in week 15, and I announced it, um, I think, like a week and a half ago to the public and told my family and friends obviously before then. Um, So since that time of like telling friends and family and also announcing it publicly, I feel like it's just been like a roller coaster of emotions. And I'm also kind of transitioning out of that first trimester um, funk, I'm gonna call it, which I'll get into and uh, starting to feel a little less tired, still pretty tired if I'm being honest. And slowly starting to eat more vegetables but still not super great so um yeah it's been quite the journey so far so for this episode I figured I would just kind of like talk more about like the personal experience and then I'm going to do another episode with your questions that you've had um and feel free to keep asking them um I'm not going to record it for probably another couple of weeks anyways um, after this goes live. So because um, I figured there'll probably be more questions as I get into like second trimester and um, even into the third one. I'm not quite sure as I'm recording this when I'm going to launch season three. I usually don't launch it until like September, but just because I'm going to be obviously having a baby in January, I'm thinking of starting it a little bit earlier than usual and um, just kind of going with the flow. Maybe it won't be every single week. Uh, maybe it'll be twice a week, who knows? So uh, yeah, just bear with me because this is obviously big life transition and lots to figure out. So I um, guess we'll start from the very beginning. So funny enough, I actually found out on April 28th and that was a Wednesday. So I was supposed to get my period on the Monday. Um, I just changed a bunch of supplements that had to do with my hormones. So like if it was late, like it wouldn't be like the most shocking thing if my cycle wasn't like exactly on point. And usually it can come like, let's say a day early even. Um, so yeah, the Wednesday rolled around and I was like, okay, there's no way that it's the supplements that are changing my cycle and like my hormones. Um, it has to be like, I have to be pregnant and my boobs were super sore the day before. And I was like, as soon as that happened, I was like, oh my gosh, I know. Like, I know I'm pregnant, but even then on that Tuesday, we pulled up to a shopper's drug mart because that's actually where Canada Post is. So I, they're constantly um, bringing in your packages. And I said to Brendan, who's going to wait in the car, I was like, do I just pick up a pregnancy test? And he's like, I don't care. Like, if, if it's going to put your mind at ease, then like, yeah, like pick one up. And I'm like, no, no, no. Like, no, I'm just being silly. I don't need to pick one up. Like, I'm just being dramatic, blah, blah, blah. And he's like, just get one or else you're going to like go home tonight. And then you're going to be like wishing that you took one. And I'm like, okay, maybe I'll see how I feel when I get into shoppers. So I go in to deliver some packages. And um, then I got like nervous because like St. Thomas is not a, like it's technically a city and I'm not from St. Thomas originally, but Brendan is from the general area. So like, it's not uncommon. I've even seen people that I've known in that shoppers drug mart and he sees people all the time. So I'm like, okay, the last thing I need is like some person 
that like knows Brendan to like see me walking out with like pregnancy tests. Uh, so I was just like, okay, I'm not in the mood for this right now. So I'm just going to drop it and just pretend it's all in my head. Um, but even before that, it's like, I feel like I almost had this weird knowing, um, even like before my period was coming up, like we were kind of like almost making jokes about it being like, cause Chloe, my dog, um, I mean, I've had her, she's 13 years old. Like she's been with me obviously for a long, long time, but she always cuddles up to me. Like that's just her normal self, but she was like literally laying on me, which is like not normal. Um, and we're like, haha, it's cause I'm pregnant. Like totally just joking. But I think we were both at the same time, like, am I pregnant? Like, it's kind of weird for her to do that. So, um, yeah. So Tuesday rolls around, I said not to get the test. And then Wednesday morning, I wake up and I'm like, Brendan, you have to go get a pregnancy test for me. Like I didn't get it this morning. I didn't get it last night in the middle of the night. Like, like, I like I'm freaking out. Not like a bad freaking out, but just like your mind starts racing. And that was probably the worst day for me to take it because at 9 a.m. I actually recorded a podcast with my friend Charlotte. And then I had an Instagram live with my other friend Lauren at noon. So it's so funny because while I'm recording the podcast with Charlotte, I can hear the door open like probably right around 9 a.m. And that was him walking into the house from shoppers with the pregnancy test. And I'm like trying to keep my focus um, recording this podcast. And I totally like did it. I could just went into like business mode. It was fine. Um, but like, I couldn't like wait until after my Instagram live at noon to record this freaking, or sorry, to take this pot or pregnancy test, take this podcast. Oh my God. Um, so I decided just, as soon as I was done recording, I was exporting the file. I was like, I'm going to run to the bathroom and just like take it. And Brenda was like outside cutting the lawn. <laughs> like holding it to Horton's cup in his hand like just so nonchalant and I was like reading the packaging making sure I was doing everything right and it was like okay it could take up to like three to five minutes so I was like okay perfect I'll take the test put it on the counter and then I'll go grab Brendan so we can look at it together and like you know either like be like oh my god I'm not pregnant or I am whatever so um literally as soon as I pull it out it was positive so I didn't even have time <laughs> to like process my emotions I think I was just like sitting on the toilet like holy shit it's like I knew in my head that I was but it's like when you actually have that test I don't know it's like a whole different like range of emotions and I literally was just staring at it and I'm like I didn't cry or anything I literally was just like oh shit like I didn't think it was gonna work that fast it was like peed on it pulled it out it was positive already I'm like honestly almost at the point where I'm like laughing because I wasn't expecting it so I'm like, okay, like, do I surprise Brendan? So I put it on, like, obviously put the little cap on. So my pee wasn't everywhere. I put it on the counter and I left the box out and I go and grab him. I'm like, Brendan, I just took the test. Like, like, can you go look at it for me? I'm really nervous. <laughs> like, just like being a little shit. I was actually trying to record him, but I totally didn't get it. I was like pointing at the floor the whole time. And he like literally walks in with his Tim Horton's cup in his hand reading the instructions on the box so he sees the test but he doesn't know that two lines means positive and he's like whoa you have it on the french side how am i supposed to know what that means and i'm like oh i thought like the two line thing on a pregnancy test was like i don't know like pretty universal but apparently not so he's like reading the instructions and then he looks at the test and he looks at me just like oh my god and i'm like watching him process everything and it was so funny because like he's literally holding Tim Horton's cup in his hand just looking like a total dad he's even dressed just like 
like a dad because he was cutting the lawn so I'm like in my head like laughing like this is this is really meant to be for Brendan he's meant to be a dad <laughs> and I was even making jokes the weekend before because he was like laying out grass seed and like wearing the most ridiculous outfit and I'm like sending videos to my friend like haha like dad vibes um little did we know that that was actually true so um yeah that day obviously was funny because after we found out like had our moment and then I'm like okay like I have to go put like my business face on because I have an Instagram live at noon so I did that live like totally just zoned in did it whatever um and it was fine I don't think well Lauren I, I ended up telling her before I like announced it publicly and I was like I've been dying to tell you because I found it like an hour before that live and uh, that's actually how I remembered what day it was that I took the test because I had um, evidence on my Instagram of when that happened. Um, and she was like, oh my God, I had no idea. And I thought like I was maybe just like acting weird, even though I was trying to act super normal. It's like, maybe what was I overcompensating? I don't know. But I didn't want to watch the video back in case it was cringy. So um, yeah, it's kind of funny how you like, you think you're being super obvious and weird about things and people literally have no idea. So I'm trying to think. So after that, I, it was actually interesting because I was getting cramping like a decent amount of time before my actual period would have started. And it felt like period cramps. And I usually don't get cramps before, even when like my hormones have been super out of balance. I usually don't get cramping until like the day I get my period or like a few hours before. So the fact that I was getting cramping like days before, I was actually getting like a little bit nervous that like something was really off with my hormones um obviously it was like the implantation um phase but it was actually happening longer than what they typically say is like normal so I was getting it specifically in my left side which is a little bit worrisome for doctors when they're here that's like your left side specifically and it's been like over a week that's been happening not to scare anyone like it it ended up being normal for me um but that was like so the ones that we found out I've been by Sunday I've been already getting cramping for like long over a week and in the left side specifically. So a doctor um, recommended I go to emerge that morning in case it was an ectopic pregnancy. And I'm like, literally like Googling, I'm like, what the heck is an ectopic pregnancy? Um, so that was wild. So I, luckily we're literally like a minute down the road from the hospital. So I went with COVID, Brendan couldn't come in. So that was weird. Um, I got in like really like right away actually, which was great. Um, they did an ultrasound in Emerge, but their ultrasound machine isn't like high quality. Um, so to him, it seemed like it was inner uterine, which is good. Um, but like he said, this is like not the best quality. So we're going to still arrange for you to get like a second ultrasound. So at this point, I'm like feeling pretty confident that I'm not going to get rushed into surgery. If they're like, hey, come back in like 30 minutes, drink some water and get an ultrasound. So I literally go home for like a half hour, um, drink some water, come back, do the ultrasound. And then I literally had to, they said it would take an hour for me to get my results um, after the ultrasound. I'm like, that's not a big deal, like whatever. I was literally in Emerge for almost eight hours that day. And there was another person in Emerge who was also very unhappy with what was happening. Um, by that time, this person and I, she probably came in right after me like not long after me in the morning. Um, we were both actually had patient stickers instead of like emerge stickers. So I'm pregnant, like by myself in emerge. Obviously I know things could be a lot worse. Like learning what a freaking topic pregnancy is like that morning. Um, assuming at this point, I'm not getting rushed into surgery, but also like, so like at this point, I'm like, okay, 
obviously I'm fine or like something's it's not an emergency so like can they just send the results to my doctor like long story short I have a connection at my doctor's office so like I knew I could get the results like relayed on to me very quickly um and they refused both this girl and I they said that they wouldn't send results to our doctors if we left and I'm like okay but we've been waiting for like three hours both of like three four hours after our ultrasounds so like this is like a little ridiculous and clearly neither of us are like in a, in a state of emergency or else they would have rushed us in already so um at this point I hadn't eaten since like about 6 30 a.m and it was like 2 2 30 and I'm like super lightheaded um and they wouldn't let you eat because of COVID and Brendan was getting super frustrated and like yeah they didn't have like vending machines and luckily I had water on me but um I was like I feel like literally lightheaded I haven't eaten like almost like, at this point like seven hours like is there anything they're like nope like too bad but they also wouldn't let me leave so I was like just very overwhelming um especially because I've only found out like a few days before that I was pregnant so it was like a lot of mixed emotions so they called me and actually not long after some complaining um so I think they're like like just let me get in and out in like literally two seconds and because I think I was so out of it and like so just like probably a little dehydrated and like my blood sugar is all out of whack the doctor was like are you okay are you safe and I'm like what I was like yeah I'm just hungry like just tell me my results so she's like oh like it's good blah blah, blah. I'm like oh my god like could you have not told me that in like 30 seconds like three hours ago so I leave and I literally have like a mental breakdown when I get home like and I don't even really know why it's like I know I'm fine but like I think just the whole thing and like how poorly I was treated I was just like okay so I had to get some follow-up um, blood work and actually follow-up ultrasound like a week later just to track everything make sure that the baby I guess at this time is still an embryo was growing um, I don't think they call it like a fetus until it's like week 10 or something like that or it could even be later so um the blood work was good that showed that things were moving along and then I got the ultrasound and at six weeks, um, it can develop a heartbeat, um, but it also may not. So it's only been like a week or so, a week and one day after my ultrasound and emerge, like the two that I had there. So I'm like, how can it go from being this little circle of like nothing to having a heartbeat, right? And because of the circumstances, it wasn't like a cute ultrasound moment where I'm like finding out the gender, like seeing like a full-blown like fetus. I honestly didn't think they'd tell me anything. I thought they would just like relay the results onto my doctor for my doctor or my doctor's office to tell me. But like all of a sudden I'm like laying there and the ultrasound tech just like whips the screen around and is like, okay, hey, hold your breath. And I held my breath and she's like, that's the heartbeat. And I'm literally just laying there like in total shock, like not expecting to have any sort of moment like this. And I'm like, what? She's like, I'll print a photo off for you. So in that pregnancy announcement that I have on Instagram, if you haven't seen it, um, that's actually the ultrasound from that day. That's why there's literally an arrow pointing to pointing to the little white circle. So that I knew what the actual baby was in the ultrasound, um, which I actually kind of find funny. She's like, I'll draw an arrow for you. So like, you know what it is and you can show your husband. So Brennan was waiting for me outside and I like come out with like an ultrasound picture. I was like, bet you weren't expecting to see this today. And he's like, what? And I'm like, yeah, and there's a heartbeat. And he was like, what the heck? Like, we're still even like processing that I'm even pregnant, let alone that there's a heartbeat at like six weeks. So that was um, like kind of honestly like a funny experience um, just because neither of us were like expecting that kind of news 
that day. So um, yeah, I was still feeling normal at that point other than like the cramping. And luckily after, I think like it was like a whole other week actually still though, um, it finally subsided. Um, but then the extreme fatigue and food aversion started. And oh my gosh, I have like the level of tired, like I've had pretty bad fatigue from like my digestive issues in the past, like where I just like would have to take naps and like university and stuff, even though I slept like a full night. Um, but this was like so weird because I went from like having normal energy to all of a sudden like needing sometimes two naps a day, like even by like 10, 1030 AM, I'd be like, I need a nap, which is so funny. Um, cause usually the morning is like when I have like the most amount of energy, um, it's when I usually do all my meetings and like, just get like all my min stuff done. So the fact that I needed naps at like 10, 10 30 was like wild to me. And then usually by like 2 PM after I've like had lunch and like settled a bit, I'm like exhausted again. So now in week 15, there's some days I actually don't even take a nap, but I am still pretty exhausted. And if I do take a nap, I'm usually out like pretty intensely. I'm like full on drooling. Um, but yeah, the fatigue was hard to deal with because I like literally couldn't get any work done, which was, um, mentally a little bit challenging for me. Um, I ended up having to tell a lot of people in like my inner work business, I guess, circle what was happening. So they weren't like, why is Nicole like not responding to emails and why is it taking longer? Cause I'm usually always on top of my emails, always on top of everything, like stuff done before deadlines, um, et cetera. So I was like, I just have to tell these people so they know what's going on and like know that they have to kind of maybe tell me that they need things done like a couple of days ahead of when they usually would. Um, and then the food aversion started and that was something like I knew people experienced nausea or like morning sickness, um, but like the food aversions, like again, I heard that people like, oh, they don't like the smell of something, but like it was way more intense than I ever freaking expected. So I had not just morning sickness, but like all day nausea. I never actually got physically like sick. I mean, a couple of times I came really close in a car. Um, my like motion sickness has gotten way worse, which is also fun. Um, but yeah, it's like all day nausea and I could usually get through breakfast. There was a couple of weeks where breakfast was even hard for me, um, but I just keep it super plain and like carbohydrate focused because I don't feel like having like eggs or protein really, if I'm being honest. Um, but at least I can get something down in the morning that's relatively healthy. And then lunch is like still so-so for me. I just, my issue is that I usually don't have enough energy to make like a healthy lunch. Um, so all I want is like leftovers, but then like, because we haven't been cooking as frequently, there's not usually as many leftovers. So it's like this weird like battle that we're having. Um, so yeah, it was like one day I was eating hamburgers, even on the day I was super nauseous, like early in the day, actually one of the days I almost threw up in Brendan's car. And I had burgers at night and I like loved it. And I had all this food. And then like later that week, it was like burgers were absolutely disgusting to me. The smell that made me want to puke. I had to put Kleenex up my nose when Brendan made them the one night. I made him eat them outside. I, yeah, I couldn't even like talk about hamburgers because it like literally made me feel sick. And then after I went on the um, prescription for my nausea, I had a hamburger and I was like, oh my God, I thought I'd never eat a hamburger again, which was so funny. I like had in my mind that like, I was just never going to eat a hamburger again. Cause the thought of it, just like the thought of the smell more so just really got to me. So, um, yeah, that was weird. And like, just like all I wanted to eat was like potato chips and fries. And it was so hard as a nutritionist that like knowing what nutrients I need and like from what foods, like 
wanting to eat salmon like multiple times a week and eggs multiple times a week and obviously vegetables. But like, I knew that I needed those things in my diet, but I just could not eat them. Um, I've had eggs since I can't eat them like constantly. I have to just be in the mood. It has to be like kind of spontaneous. Um, but yeah, salmon I've had like once and I like, can't even handle the thought of like making it again. I think the salmon we had too, wasn't like very tasty. So I feel like if I had it maybe from a restaurant, that'd be totally different where it's like probably had very salty and seasoned. I'd like it, but, um, making it myself and just like, it's just not appealing to me. And I think also, cause then the smells linger in your house, which really doesn't help my cause. Um, so yeah, like even then I like, I felt so bad for Brendan obviously he like knows that I'm like not trying to be a jerk, but like, I wouldn't know if I want to eat something until it was in front of me. So I'd be like, do you want me to try to make chicken and veggies tonight? And I'm like, yeah, sure. Like you can try. And then he makes it and then puts it in front of me. I'm like, that is literally the grossest thing I've ever seen. Like even the vegetables I'm like repulsed by. Um, and I'm like, then I'm almost in tears. So I feel like I'm emotional <laughs> and hormonal and like feel like a jerk. And I'm like, I just want French fries. Like the one night he literally drove to a pub I want specific french fries and like when you order them as a, just its own side it's like ten dollars so it comes in this like huge takeout container I almost ate the whole thing in one night which is actually hilarious and I honestly felt great the next day so that's probably not good because I'm like I can eat french fries whatever I want now whereas like two months prior it was like or I guess at this point a month prior if I had greasy food I would like feel really gross the next day um so I don't know what's going on with like pregnancy body but apparently it's fine with greasy food from time to time. Not every day. Sometimes it doesn't always agree with me, but definitely way more than usual, which is funny. Um, I'm trying to think of other like weird food aversions. Like I would just go through phases where like all I wanted to eat was cereal and then cereal disgusted me. Um, I wanted like toast, but like the gluten-free toast that I had, I didn't like, it didn't sit well the one day. So then I had to throw it out because I didn't even want to look at it in the freezer, which was like so dramatic, but I honestly have no explanation for it other than I just must have had it when I was feeling nauseous one day and then I just had this like negative association with it which I think is what happens a lot it's like maybe it's not necessarily like the food it's just like I wasn't feeling good that day and then I associate not feeling good with that food I'm not really sure it's just I can't explain it but like literally I've never I haven't eaten this unhealthy since I was probably like a kid like on vacation like it's wild like the amount of chips and fries and just crap I've eaten is wild and like I honestly don't even care at this point because like I just needed food because I'd even get to the point too where I'd be so hungry like starving that it would like but I'd also be nauseous at the same time like it's not like I was nauseous and not hungry I was actually starving so it's like I needed something and that sometimes it was like salty kind of greasy foods would help like subside my nausea. Like the one time we're driving around in St. Thomas and I was like, he wanted to get an iced coffee from McDonald's, Brendan did. And I was like, honestly, this is so random, but like, can you get me an order of fries? I never eat McDonald's and no shame if you do. I just don't like crave it ever. Um, and he got me a thing of fries and I devoured it and my nausea went away and I was like, okay, what's with this French fry thing and like feeling good because this is probably not a good thing to have in my head that like eating french fries makes me feel better um but yeah just like weird things like that so um I think it was at 14 weeks I was still just like um I had like a couple of good days and I was like okay like 
or maybe it was week 13. Anyways, whatever. I was like feeling good. I had a couple of good days where I like ate normal food. And I was like, this is so exciting. I must be getting back to normal. And then I just had two days of just like intense nausea, like not just like, you know, day to day, whatever I was feeling before, like just so uncomfortable. I just like couldn't even handle it. And so I like called my midwife and I was like, okay, like I'm at the point where I literally can't get work done. I can't function. I need something just to like even help me just like do work for half the day at this point um, or like eat one vegetable a day, like anything. So I finally got the prescription and she warned me that can make me look really tired, like how you feel when you take like gravel. So the first day I felt amazing. And I went to, it was actually, I think, I'm trying to think the day before Canada Day is when I took it. And then the second day, Brennan and I were driving down to my parents' cottage for Canada Day. And the, oh my gosh, I don't think I've ever been more tired in my life. Like thinking back, it was actually hilarious. Probably not for Brennan at the time, but now it's like pretty funny to think about. I, it's like that feeling, I don't know if you've ever traveled somewhere like really far. Like I've traveled to like India before and been on like lack of sleep and taking gravel for like motion sickness. And there's like that level of tired you get where you could like just fall asleep sitting. It was like that intense fatigue, but like with extreme brain fog and grogginess. And Brendan's like, I'm pretty sure you fell asleep like with your eyes open at one point. That car ride literally felt like five hours, even though it's only an hour. And oh my gosh, yeah, it was ridiculous. I got to the cottage and my mom came and she's like, oh, you're here. And I'm like, I am so sorry. I'm gonna sound like such a jerk. But I was like, I need to go lay down, like just anywhere. And I'm dying from this medication. It's making me so, I've never been this sleepy in my whole entire life. Like I felt like I couldn't even like walk normal. It's like I was drunk um, and couldn't think properly. So I laid down on like one of those like um, reclining anti-gravity chair, whatever they're called, uh, outside. And I literally just like laid there just to like, I don't even know if I fell asleep, but I just had to lay down. And then my dad came and up, he's like, oh, you're here. I'm like, don't talk to me. I can't function right now. And then my nieces and nephews were there, which was so funny because they run out, even though my mom told them not to talk to me. My niece is like, what's wrong with you? Blah, blah, blah. And I'm like, I can't talk right now. I'm so tired. Like... I'm fine. Like we'll play later, blah, blah, blah. So I kind of came to it, but it took like probably a solid hour and a half, if not two hours to like start functioning again. So yeah, it's been a little bit, I think I'm slowly adjusting to the medication. Um, Cause yeah, there was a few days where I like, I was dragging, like there was first trimester tiredness, but it was like tired, sleep, wake up fine. This was like intense grogginess can't think or even like speak properly like I just overdosed on like gravel or something um so yeah I'm starting to feel a little bit more normal now so that was kind of funny and weird so yeah I'm not really sure um my nausea isn't like a hundred percent gone but it's definitely way better my fatigue isn't gone completely either so it's like one of those things it's hard to like, make plans because I'm like sometimes I feel fine and then other times I'm like I need a nap or I'm gonna fall asleep standing so yeah, yeah, it's just been weird. COVID makes things weird. Um, Brendan not being able to come to any appointments. My first midwife appointment, like 90% of the appointment was in my car. Um, and then I went in for blood work and a urine sample. So that was kind of weird. Um, Cause it's like, yeah, there just wasn't really that like face-to-face -face interaction that I was hoping for, which I totally respect and understand. But 
um, especially because like the clients that they're dealing with are like babies and pregnant women and women who just had babies. So like we're, you know, at higher risk. Um, so I totally respect it, but yeah, it was just kind of weird. Oh, and then my car broke down at my midwife clinic and that was before we told like any of our family, like uh, two of our friends knew like a couple and my one close girlfriend who I'd literally told the day we took the test. <laughs> Cause I was like, call me. I have to like ask questions, like freaking out. Um, so yeah, I like called Brendan. He's not answering. And I'm like, oh my gosh, like I could, I can't call my in-laws. Cause I'm going to be like, Hey, can my car broke down? can you come get me? I'm at a midwife clinic. Like imagine if that's the way I had to like announce that I was pregnant. Like I was like, I cannot do that. So I call my one friend and she's like, I'm not in St. Thomas, but like her boyfriend was going to be soon. Um, but luckily I was able to, uh, get a hold of Brendan. So he drove back to come get me. And we're just like, what are the chances my car breaks down? Like at my first midwife appointment. And like, to give you some context too, my car that I have, I've driven since I was 16 and it actually used to be my mom's before then um, and there's been so many problems with it over the years um, even like when my parents still owned it but I was driving it so it's like almost like this family like car it's like so if I have problems I actually like still call my parents and be like what do you think about this with the Kia because they, they know the full history so when I call my parents and like let them know it broke down I'm like Brent and I were already like okay we need to get a new car in the fall because that car is not safe for an infant or really any human. Um, so my parents are like, oh, I don't know, like maybe just put the money into it, like whatever, keep it running. Meanwhile, I'm like, I don't want to put money into it. Like we're literally already planning on getting rid of it. I had to lie to my mom that I broke down in Metro. I couldn't even say I broke down in Superstore where I usually shop because it's like the parking lots right beside the Canadian Tire parking lot. So that would have been suspicious. Um, so yeah, all these things like you have to lie about or is hilarious. That's another thing. I was literally lying through my teeth. Um, Brendan was able to get vaccinated early because I was pregnant. And um, my mom kept being like, hey, like you can probably get vaccinated here or get vaccinated there. And we're like, haha, like, okay. Meanwhile, Brendan's like, oh my gosh, I already got vaccinated. <laughs> like I can't like go and um, get my first shot again kind of thing. So uh, we had to like keep lying about like dates for his first shot and stuff like that which is so funny. Um, so yeah, that that was also challenging, lying to people all the time. Um, it was actually our friends that we told, I think we were like getting a little suspicious because Brendan was acting so weird. So I was like, okay, you can tell one friend because clearly like they think something's wrong with you. They didn't think something's wrong with me. They thought something was wrong with him, which is so funny. Um, so yeah, we told them pretty early on because we're around them a lot. So it was probably for the best anyways. But yeah, um, I'm trying to think. So we told Brendan's parents like Father's Day weekend because it was Father's Day and also his mom's birthday. So it was like the perfect way to tell them because like not, it wouldn't be suspicious if we like gave either of them like a present, if that makes sense. Um, and then I actually like right away, like not like right away, but like a couple of days after I found out I was pregnant, I messaged my friend Danielle, who's a photographer. Shout out to Danielle. She owns Paper Suitcase Photography. Um, and said like, can I book a session to like have family photos, but like we'll announce that I'm pregnant to my family. And I don't even know why I thought of this because like, we're not like the family photo type people at all. Like we're not cheesy people. Um, like if you are like, that's probably good. Like we're probably not cheesy enough. You know what I mean? Like we're just, yeah, just not us. So I was like, okay. So my one brother knew that I was pregnant. So I was like, this is good. Cause I can say 
it's for Mother's Day and it's from the both of us. So my mom's like not suspicious. It's like why I'm gifting it. Um, and I was like, okay, my brother's fiance wasn't in some of my wedding family photos, which were done not like that long ago. So I was like, okay, that's kind of a good excuse. We can get photos of Sam, even though they're getting married like next summer, probably and going to get family photos anyways. But I'm like, okay, this is kind of like a good excuse. And like, they probably won't get too suspicious as to like why I'm gifting them a family photo shoot. Um, so yeah, I had to book that obviously far in advance, but it luckily was like right when I was 12 and a half weeks or like 13 and a half weeks, I can't remember, maybe 12 and a half. So it was like the perfect time when it's like definitely like safe to tell family if you wish to. So um, yeah, like trying to plan that with Danielle was so funny because I wanted her to record it. I said, if you can't only get us photos, that's still like an amazing memory. But yeah, the thing she got for her camera to like hook her phone onto um, didn't fit properly. So she like came up with this hilarious contraption where she like used elastics to tie her phone to her, um, like, you know, photographers have sometimes those big lights, like flashlights, not like a flashlight, but like the big flash thing on top of their camera for like nighttime photos. Um, she attached that to her camera and then strapped the phone to that. And we started off with just photos of my parents, like, we were at the farm, like the main farm where like my oldest brother lives who didn't know and has like kids. So everyone was with them and I was just with my parents and they're just getting photos. So I was like, let's get those done because they might be like an awkward mess after we tell them that I'm pregnant. And then let's go like right into family photos because I cannot handle taking a bunch of family photos. And then like, I'm just being like sweating and nervous the whole time, right? So we planned that she would say like, on the count of three, say like cheese, since there's like little kids in the photo, it's perfect. It won't like seem weird that she's saying that. And then she said, and then on the second time, I'll say like one, two, three, Nicole's pregnant. So I told my brother and his fiance, Sam, what the plan was. So they also weren't like nervous and sweating. Like, when is this news happening? Um, so yeah, we got the whole family together and she did exactly as we planned. It was perfect. And it was so funny. If you want to see the video, go to at paper suitcase photo. Um, you'll see the photo first, but if you scroll over the videos there and it was so freaking funny, it was like, I am so glad I did that. So my sister-in-law Sherry like reacted right away and was like, no. And then my oldest brother was just kind of like looking at me and then like looking at his wife. And then my parents are literally saying, they said Nicole's pregnant and are still smiling at the camera, like waiting for more photos. Like they just totally did not clue in. And it was like, so hilarious and then they I'm like no, my myself and my um brother Joe are literally nodding at my sister-in-law Sherry being like yeah like yeah like I'm like I'm pregnant kind of thing so she clues in and then because Sherry's cluing in Curtis and my parents slowly clue in but it's so funny because it was perfect how they were all to the left and then the people who knew were to the right so they're all actually looking at each other with their like nose over their hands like like figuring it out and like processing their emotions um and then yeah after that obviously it was like the best but I honestly between my sister-in-law being really intuitive I figured she would pick up on something even though like we don't see a lot of each other because of COVID but I figured she would pick up on something just being herself or my mom would just because of the amount of freaking outrageous lies I've had to make like I'm known as someone who like eats a lot and like pretty much eat anything like at the cottage and I had to be like, oh, I don't really want hamburgers. Like, can we make tacos instead? Like, I would never be, like, make requests and be, like, annoying like that. Um, but I knew I wouldn't be able to go to the cottage if 
she was making hamburgers and I actually even didn't even go to like a father's day barbecue that they were having because I knew I would just be like gagging at the smell of hamburgers because I wasn't on medication at this point yet um so I was like I thought you knew and she's like I've never been so shocked in my life like she had no idea so I guess one of the benefits of COVID was that no one was really cluing in um but Curtis my oldest brother he thought someone was pregnant he wasn't sure if it was like myself or my um soon-to-be sister-in-law but he like thought someone was pregnant um so he and he actually said something to like my sister-in-law previously and she's like yeah no he like was adamant that someone was pregnant um, I still totally shocked him but like he just had this weird intuitive pain that like someone was which I thought was interesting because I feel like he's very I don't know he's just very in tune like that so um yeah that was like such a fun freaking memory and it's also hilarious because like we like we were just not prepared also for like nice photos like half of us didn't have proper shoes because like I think my dad like left his shoes at the cottage or his like nice sandals like my one brother was wearing like Adidas slides like it was just so funny my dad's hair was like super long I cut Brendan's literally in our backyard um because I was like you cannot take photos with this hair that you have right now um so yeah it was just like so funny and like it's clear that we obviously we're still in like lockdown mode because all of our outfits are like mismatched other than like my sister-in-law and the kids, like they were all like perfectly planned. Um, but yeah, it was just like so clear that like half of us need haircuts and like didn't have the proper shoes. So I'm like, I'm kind of glad it turned out that way because it'll be such a funny memory to look back on and be like, remember when Nicole was pregnant during COVID and none of us like had haircuts and we're just a mess. So yeah, that was a super fun memory. And then we started telling the rest of our friends like right after that because I'm like with small towns and stuff you have to be a little bit like cautious about like keeping things a secret because like I would hate for certain friends of mine to find out through someone else so I was like let's just tell everyone right away um and just kind of rip the band-aid off and then yeah so that was a lot of fun we always had to call like most of our friends because of COVID and trying to keep me like relatively safe um and also a lot of my like close friends actually don't live in the area like they live in like Toronto and Ottawa and out west um so that just is what it is so yeah that was a lot of fun and I actually recorded like a lot of the reactions so maybe I'll share some of them if they let me um because they're pretty funny we even like called a couple of Brendan's friends and like one was at a bar <laughs> and I'm like holding up my ultrasound picture another one was like at a party um this is like right when things were like opening up again so it's kind of funny to like, tell people when they're like probably slightly drunk um, at a bar uh, so yeah that was a lot of fun and then since then yeah I got I finally went on the medication and I've just been like slowly trying to get back into a routine um, I'm still finding that I'm like having like a little bit of a hard time in terms of like almost having a little bit of an identity crisis like I'm someone who actually enjoys work and I usually unfortunately like probably unhealthy but like I'm usually working seven days a week maybe not like a full day on a Sunday let's say but like I'm usually working like quite a bit um and I and it's because I enjoy it and like I want to work on my business and I want to see it thrive and I want to you know reach more people and help them so for me it's worth it but not being able to have the energy to do work or not feeling good enough to do work has been really hard for me um mentally because uh, I'm like not someone who enjoys sitting around and I've been like forced to and I didn't enjoy it I still don't enjoy it when I do feel like crappy um I just feel I don't know not myself 
Um, so that's been a little bit of a challenge, but I think I'm slowly kind of getting back to normal. I like cleaned up my office a little bit and just kind of got things in order and yeah, just trying to figure out how, what my business is going to look like moving forward. Um, because right before I found out I was pregnant, I launched, um, the random wellness club and the collective and I had the event and expanding my shop and all of this stuff. And I'm like, okay, not to be realistic as like pretty much one human. I do have like some contract, um, you know, help, but as one person, what can I realistically do? And then what can I realistically do as um, one person show who's pregnant and a one person show who's eventually going to have a newborn. So that's kind of what I'm like focusing on this summer is just kind of getting everything organized, um, just trying to be realistic. Maybe things will just be put on pause for a little bit and then come back once I'm back into a little bit more of a routine. But yeah, it's been a little bit of a struggle if I'm being honest, like mentally to kind of like figure out how that's going to look. I thought, you know, having the club and everything underway before having kids um, would be like great. And then I'd have this um, entity that would like live on, but that's actually not the case. I have like not been able to engage with that community at all. And um, like I said, like even just like answering an email is like a huge win for me some days. So yeah, just things that I have to obviously figure out myself. Um, so yeah, stay tuned because I don't know exactly what random wellness is going to look like in the future. Um, but I think I will be focusing a lot more on the shop, but I might also separate it from my main Instagram so that I can have tons of educational, amazing content, guests like bloggers and speakers, etc. on one side of things. Um, and then on the other side of things have the shop. So like, I think my challenge right now is that like, I'll be like, oh, like, look, there's a pre-sale available for this t-shirt. And then the next day I'm like, here's a healthy chickpea tuna recipe. It's like a little bit jarring. Um, so yeah, I'm thinking of like how to maybe still keep it as like one whole brand, but almost like separate things a little bit more. So you can find things a little bit easier, kind of like, um, this is like a weird example, but like Jillian Harris, how she has the Jilly Box account. She has, I think she has like multiple accounts for different parts of her business. So I'm thinking of maybe doing that, even though it's kind of more work at first, but I think it'll help kind of just clarify things, especially moving forward. Um, as I kind of narrow down and figure out what I need to focus on. Um, and I guess like really the next year, because it's, I'm recording this in July, I'll still probably be in like, so January, February, March, April, May, June, July. So this time next year, I'll have a seven month old, which is still pretty intense in my opinion. Um, I feel like I'm not someone who's like naturally like a motherly person and enjoys those kinds of things. So I feel like I'll still be trying to figure out like that balance um, around this time next year. So yeah, really for like that next year, year and a half, I have to figure out um, what things are going to look like. And that's totally fine. It's obviously worth it in the end. I'm so excited. Brent and I like could not be happier. I feel like every day we're like, oh my God, like I can't believe that I'm pregnant because of all like my health history and stuff. Like we just never really thought it would like happen um, as easily as it, as it did, to be honest. So um, yeah, very excited, also very overwhelmed, very tired physically. Um, so it's like pregnancy is crazy because I think on social media too, you just see all these mom accounts of like people like showing cute pictures of their bump and things like maybe I will do that. Like, I'm not saying I won't. Um, but so far the things I've shared, are like the pregnancy announcement and then like funny photos of me in my first trimester and like the disgusting foods I've ate. 
um, because I haven't had any glowing pregnancy moments. Like literally even that photo shoot, I was like, I was just happy that I was actually feeling good that day. Um, because if I wasn't, that would have been a little bit of a struggle, but yeah. Um, I have not felt like a glowing pregnant person yet. So pregnancy is a beast and I'm like slowly learning that like, it's okay if I don't have that like glowing pregnancy experience. And if it's challenging for me, whether it's just the first trimester in a bit, or maybe it's my whole pregnancy, right? Like everyone's different. And um, I'm just trying not to put any expectations on myself, even though it's really hard to when you like have that kind of go, go, go mentality and just go with the flow. So yeah, I'm trying to think what else I'm probably missing so much, but, and that was all over the place. I literally didn't make one note. I just like decided to record this on a whim. I knew I wanted to record it and I knew roughly what I wanted to talk about. Um, but I figured I would just kind of like speak off the cuff because that's just more, I don't know, real and unplanned. And yeah. So if you guys have any questions about my experience, um, personally, let me know. I'm pretty like open about everything. Um, there's something that I probably won't talk about because I'm not an expert. Like I know a lot of people want to know, um, like nutrition related stuff in terms of pregnancy and, um, even like conceiving. And I'm not an expert in fertility by any stretch of the imagination. Um, I actually got rid of all of like my prenatal postpartum like nutrition related books from my program uh, because I'm like I will never take on clients in this space um so it's kind of funny like I do know some basics but like not enough to like give solid advice but I am having another nutritionist come on who actually does focus on hormones and fertility um so I'm excited to have her um but if you have any questions about like general nutrition and like prenatals and stuff like that I can help um and answer those in a different podcast but in terms of like the nitty gritty and like fertility and yeah I am not your person I actually have to take like some refresher like not courses but I'm definitely been like trying to refresh myself on like what it is that my body needs during all these different stages so yeah if you have any questions about that then for sure let me know or even if it's not the stuff that I can answer I'll pass it on to Alex who's going to be coming on the podcast um and then if you have any just like random questions like um I figured I'd do one, like people have been asking like, when's my due date? Like, you know, what kind of prenatal do you take? Like, what's your experience with like your skin? Um, I feel like, oh my gosh, I wrote them down somewhere and I need to find them. This is what happens. My brain is not functioning properly. Um, trying to think what other questions I'll be answering. Okay, whatever. If there's repeat questions, then obviously I'll just answer them once, but feel free to, yeah, ask like, honestly, anything, whether it's like my experience specifically, or just like other pregnancy related questions. Um, I'm happy to answer them. If it's something that I think is like a little bit touchy, um, I'll probably put like a disclaimer because obviously everyone has different experiences in terms of like fertility and conceiving and pregnancy and postpartum. Um, so what I might be experiencing could be completely different from what someone else is experiencing. So I want to be very sensitive about that. And yes, but again, feel free to ask questions. I'm not going to be offended if you ask questions that I don't want to answer, um, but I might not answer certain ones if I think it's um, not appropriate. So um, just, I think the best way to probably do it is send me a DM on Instagram. So at random wellness co, and I'll just start collecting them and adding them to the list of questions I already have. And then I'll do like a Q and a episode of some sort. I'm not sure when I'll do it. Like if I should wait until like more into my second trimester, um, as more things come up and more experiences happen. Um, but yeah, regardless, let me know. 
and I will make sure I do a podcast. But um, if you guys like this kind of personal chit chat, let me know. Send me a DM on Instagram. Um, I don't typically do stuff like this, uh, and I haven't really planned on doing anything like any more other than like the Q and A. But if you guys do want um, more podcast episodes like this, then by all means, um, let me know. I I figure people probably don't want it like too much, but if you do want like the odd episode sprinkled in, um, I can definitely do that, especially like just with the podcast moving forward. Like I said, I usually um, launch it in September. I batch record in August, September, October for the most part. And then I have like a whole season's worth of episodes. Like I'll do like literally three a week, like interviews. And I usually prefer interviews, so I'm not the one talking. Um, but I think just with my energy levels, and, um, you know, because some days I'm like, I think I could record and then I would get to that day and have probably have to cancel with that person. I actually had to cancel some of my season two episodes. Um, so I need to get those people back on for season three, just because I wasn't feeling good enough. Um, so yeah, I'll probably be doing more solo episodes. So I actually think it'd be really helpful if you let me know if you want like more personal solo episodes, or if you want more like specific topics covered in terms of like health and wellness. Um, so please, please like never hesitate to send me a DM and say like, I really would like to know more about this specifically, even if it's just like a little short um, episode where I'm like, maybe I'm just talking about like supplements and pregnancy and it's like a 10 minute podcast episode. I can definitely do that. Or if you want like more in-depth ones, um, I can also do that. I've also thought about bringing Brendan on, um, and having like him share his experience of like being my husband as someone who's like pregnant and not feeling well because I know he's had to go through a lot of like changes as well in terms of like you know what he does every day and like supporting me and like my emotions and my physical health and things like that so if you're interested in like maybe hearing his perspective um I feel like he would totally be down to record so yeah let me know what you want and thank you so much for listening welcome back to the random wellness podcast um again I'm gonna be trying to uh, record episodes when I have energy so that they kind of go out um, even like around the time that I give birth and postpartum um, trying to batch record beforehand. So you guys have stuff to listen to um, into 2022. Thank you so much for tuning into today's episode. And don't forget to join the conversation over on socials at Simply Nick Nutrition and online at simplynicknutrition.com.